episode 37 of the Counties of England podcast. In this week's episode, we will be covering the county where the world's first skyscraper was built, the county where Charles Darwin was born, and the county home to the Muller Dairy Firm. This week, we will be covering the county of Shropshire. Shropshire is a county located in the West Midlands region of England. It is bordered by four counties, Cheshire to the north, Staffordshire to the east, and Worcestershire and Herefordshire to the south. It has a population of 498,073, which puts it as the seventh smallest county in terms of this statistic. In terms of area, it is the 13th largest county, and so in terms of population density, It houses 370 people per square mile, which puts it as the sixth largest county when ranked against the others. It is split into two districts, Shropshire and Telford and Rekin, and the county town is Shrewsbury, but the largest town is Telford. The median salary in Shropshire is £29,300, which puts it below the UK average of £31,500. The unemployment rate is 4.4%, which puts it below the UK average of 4.8%, and the average house price, according to Zoopla estimates, is £255,000, which puts it below the national average of around £330,000. Shropshire is divided up into five different parliamentary constituencies, and every single one of them is represented by a Conservative MP. Shropshire is home to the world's first skyscraper, Ditherington Flax Mill on the outskirts of Shrewsbury. It was the first multi-storey iron-framed building and therefore the forerunner of every skyscraper and tower block in the world. Built in 1797, there are plans for its redevelopment and it is one of the 660 listed buildings in the town. The Maltings, which is another name for it, um, suffer, they closed in 1987, suffering competition with modern production methods, with the complex left derelict, and derelict until its purchase by English Heritage, with support from the Shrewsbury and Atcham Borough Council and Advantage West Midlands in 2005. Plans to transform the site into offices and shops were given approval in October 2010, following the split of English heritage in 2015. Responsibility for statutory functions and protection of the site was inherited by Historic England, with the visitor attractions managed by local charity Friends of the Flax Mill Maltings. Following delays to the restoration amid the Great Recession, A new visitor centre, partly funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund and the European Regional Development Fund, opened in November 2015 in the former Office and Stables block. Phase two of the restoration works started in June 2017, involving the main mill and the kiln with an extra grant of £7.9 million on top of the previous £12.1 million from the Heritage Lottery Fund for the conversion into a mixed-use venue. This clip will explain more about the history of the building and the restoration project. And when it is, it's the world's first cast iron framed building. It's built for the Benyon brothers, who were Shrewsbury merchants, by Charles Beige, who was a Shrewsbury um, civil engineer, and 
by Hazeldine, William Hazeldine, who was the local iron master. When we bought this in 2005, our chairman, uh, Sir Neil Cousins, who is a leading authority on industrial archaeology, said of the building, without Shrewsbury Flax Mill Maltings, no Chicago. So that's absolutely how important this site is. It's not big compared to many of the mills you'll have seen. Five stories high, 16 bays long, about 40 feet across. Uh, but it's really, really big in the story of the Industrial Revolution. The importance of this is hard to exaggerate. When uh, the Benyons built this, it's interesting to understand what they were aiming to do. They were seeking to build a mill that didn't go on fire. Traditional mills with steam engines and clanking metal machinery and flax and cotton dust went up in flames all the time. That's what they did. So this is a, a critical attempt to move on the technology for building a building which had no wood. Charles Darwin is Shrewsbury's most famous son and was recently voted as one of the greatest Britons. The naturalist and author of The Origin of Species was born in Shrewsbury on the 12th of February 1809. The house where he was born has been bought for nearly £1 million and its new owner could create a museum for Shrewsbury's most famous son. Glyn Jones, the person who bought the house, said the house is in a very tired state indeed and the outbuildings are derelict after having minimal maintenance for many years. I'm keen to fully restore the house back to its former glory, probably maintaining the current office space on the lower two floors and making an apartment on the upper floor, maybe. The large Georgian house was built in 1800 by Darwin's father, Dr Robert Darwin. Charles was born there on the 12th of February, 1809. Uh, Robert Darwin... His father died in the house on the 13th of November 1848, followed by his unmarried daughters Catherine and Susan. Since there were no surviving members of the Darwin family in residence, the house was then put up for auction after the three surviving Darwin children, Ras, Charles and Caroline Wedgwood, had taken what possessions they wished. The flag of Shropshire was registered with the Flag Institute in March 2012, but it didn't officially become the county's official flag until the 19th of April 2013. The flag involves leopard's faces, referred to as loggerheads locally, and they're a traditional emblem for Shropshire and several of its towns. It's believed that the loggerheads derive from the Royal Arms of England, and that the blue and yellow colours also on the flag represent those of Roger de Montgomery, Earl of Shrewsbury. Loggerheads also appeared on the Shrewsbury town arms themselves, in first recorded in 1623, solidifying their connections to the local area. The name is thought to have originated from the practice of carving such a design on the head of the log used as a battering ram. The gold erminoir aspect differentiates the county's arms slash flag from those of its county town. Some fun facts about Shropshire include Shrewsbury in Shropshire houses the tallest Doric column in England situated outside the Shropshire council offices standing at 
133 feet or 40.7 metres, it commemorates Roland Hill with a 17-foot-tall statue standing on the top of the column. Built between 1814 and 1816, the column's diameter is 2 feet or 0.6 centimetres, and that is wider than Nelson's column, and not including the, pedest the pedestal, which is 15 feet, it is higher than Nelson's column. Shropshire is home to the British Hedgehog Preservation Society. Founded in 1982, the society offers help and advice to those with sick, injured or orphaned hedgehogs. Its patrons include Anne Widdicombe, Ben Fogel, Chris Beardshaw, CJ Demoy, uh, John Chalice, Sir Ken Dodd, Lorna Watson and Twiggy Lawson. Newport in Shropshire recorded the coldest temperature ever in England on the 10th of January 1982, minus 26 degrees Celsius. The first ever modern day Olympic Games were held in Shropshire, to be precise, the town of Much Wenlock in 1850. The brainchild of Dr Brooks, the games were originally designed to promote the moral, physical and intellectual improvement of the inhabitants of the town and its neighbourhood. Their success was a major factor in the creation of the International Olympic Games in 1896. Shropshire is home to the Muller Dairy Firm, which is based in Market Drayton in the northeast of the county and 90% of the milk used in production comes from within 30 miles of the dairy. Uh, their TV adverts regularly showcase the beautiful countryside, and it was first shown in September 2009. I'm sure you can look that up and find it on YouTube. And Shropshire, particularly in the south of the country, is something of a magnet for geologists. There are more rocks of different ages here than any area of similar size in the world, dating from 700 to 200 million years ago. Places like Ludlow and Wenlock Edge have even given their, name to, their names to geological periods. The world's oldest known complete fossil was also discovered in Shropshire at Caradoc near Church Stretton. And that just about wraps it up for this week's episode. As ever, I really hope that you enjoyed the episode, and next week's episode will be on Somerset. So stay tuned for that on the 18th of September. Have a good week until then, and I'll talk to you again next Saturday.